Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Mobile Cell Phone Pistol Studios. I guess we're not mobile. I mean... We could... Your chair's on wheels. Have, yeah, the chair's on wheels. We could, yeah. Technically, I guess we're mobile. <laughs> the chairs are going on wheels. We just uh, tell Tom, Tom, we're bugging out. We're bugging out. Bug out. It's a bug out. Yes. Uh, hey, have uh, the board and run. <laughs> he's going to look at me like, you know how much this thing weighs, man? <laughs> you better bring some he's big got dudes. He's got the interns for that. Uh, hey, we promise to bring you all things gun on the gun time. My name is Mike. Uh, we uh, we promise to. Uh, you still still promise. We still promise. You've, you've, okay, you've, I promise again. You've you've repromised. I promise to. Pro- it's a double promise. It's like uh, reaffirming your your oh. uh, thing. Oh oh, you know what? Now I have to tell you a story. Let's finish the intros. I'll tell you a story. Um, normally sitting on my right would be the uh, the right hand man, the great he, great he's great not that great, normal. great 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 yeah. great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Not really. He's not. He is not. Spell me. Right. Abby. Right. Right. That's his maiden Abby, name. Abby. 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 Normal. Abby. Abby. Normal. Abby uh, Earl is uh, running out for another uh, uh, truckload of cores. Yeah, that's uh, what he's doing. He's <laughs> going, going. And I kept thinking, you know, isn't trucking cores east of Texas bootlegging? Yeah, that's what Apparently, that's the wrong movie. Well, he, no, um, he's running to Texarkana to get him some. No, no, no. He's going to like Gainesville. Oh. <laughs> oh, I thought it was Texas. Maybe that's just a cover story. Maybe we're blowing it for him. Yeah, we might we, have. Or was he going? Was this the Boston run to get the clam chowder? No, you asked him to. But he said no. Got it. Got it. I know Bill's blocking for him. Yeah, because Bill wouldn't let me use the car. <laughs> and I wasn't no. going to go do that on the duck. It's too cold to oh, block boy, on a that. motorcycle right that. now. Can't do that. A wind chill would be like two degrees outside. <laughs> right. uh, hey, on my left, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort, attorney Kevin Maxwell. Howdy ho, neighbor. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> Howdy diddly ho. Howdy diddly ho. You know, it's funny how the brain works. It's even more funny how... It's funny how yours works. <laughs> Everybody else is happen. based on electricity and chemistry, <laughs> but yours, not so much. I uh, picture inside of my head, it's like a like a view screen, and there's a bunch of really tiny dudes in there just pulling levers. and But it's like old school levers, like, you know, it's it's, hydraulics. There's a cable and, and attached. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Like it's, it's not fly by wire. No, Got no, it. definitely not, definitely not. Um you said re, re, reaffirm, re, reaffirm. Yeah, it's like when uh, you when you take your pledge of allegiance every time they say the pledge of allegiance. You I, can do it once in the fifth grade and then never do it again. Correct, because you said it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's um, 
It's, yeah, you're exactly right. I, anyway, I had um, um, a gentleman when we were running one of the uh, the gun stores um, who came in, and he was of um, Vietnamese heritage. And uh, he'd been in this country for, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years. So he had a pretty good command of the English language. He was, uh, you know, an American citizen. He was able to uh, purchase the firearm, no problem. Uh, the guy, we'd, we'd, he was a regular shooter and a decent person. We're filling out the 4473, and we get to the point where down there, 4473, the, the, the ATF federal background check form. And he, and he says, um, it says, have you ever renounced your U.S. citizenship? citizenship? And he put, yes. And I said, um, you, um, no, you, I, I thought, well, maybe it was something because he still considered himself a Vietnamese citizen and he didn't want to, you know, maybe there was some reason. And I said, no, no, have you ever renounced your U.S. citizenship? And he said, um, yes, I'm very proud. Yeah. He said, he <laughs> said, yeah, he said, he said, yes. I said, what do you mean? He goes, I, I renounce it all the time. I love being American. I renounce it to everybody. I, I always, I renounce it it's, every day. Uh, you are mispronouncing <laughs> that word. <laughs> I think you mean re-announce, my friend, not renounce. But yeah, that was that was a. Yeah, there's, uh, there's some extra letters there. Yeah, <laughs> have you been watching any of the uh, the impeachment? Uh, uh, you know, circus? I, I I did just a little bit, and then and then I realized that. You know, there's some rules when you're going to testify, <laughs> and somebody's going to be using that well, testimony. Let's talk about the hearsay rule, shall well, we? Well, <laughs> it's not even the hearsay rule. Let's just lo- let's use the opinion of laypersons. <laughs> right. Uh, opinions of laypersons. You know. You know what they mean. Uh, squat. Yeah, that's, b- that's it. Bunk. That's, that, yeah, that's, yeah. uh, there's a couple of four letter words, <laughs> right, right, uh, right. but most of it all means nothing. Yeah. Uh, uh the if opinions Mr. Scott that, was here, he'd call it crap. It, 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 if Sheldon was here, he'd call it shenanigans <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. or malarkey even, malarkey, right. uh, or with a, maybe a side of balderdash. Oh okay? ooh, yeah. We're getting uh, deep you, there. It yeah. doesn't, nobody cares what you think. Right. Right. Nobody cares what you feel. Yeah. What do you know? Because you were there. And I try to explain this to people. Very simply. Okay, could you please tell me who the first president of the United States was? And they always, almost always go, well, they stop for a second and go, because they doubt themselves, and they go, uh, Washington, George right. Washington. Okay. And you know this. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, I'm certain of it. All right. Were you there? What? Were you there? <laughs> no. Then you don't know it. You had somebody tell you that, right. and you believe them. Right. But you weren't there. Yeah. Okay. Not admissible. Not admissible. You don't have personal knowledge. You don't have personal knowledge. I, I watch. Uh, I watch them bring on the uh, the this this woman, this former ambassador, this uh, holdover from the Obama administration. Uh, and you know, first off, I think the president, when he said he was going to clean the swamp, drain the swamp, uh, he should have just got rid of them all right there. But but I understand that's a lot of people all at one time. So you, you take your time getting rid of it. Clearly, this woman's a holdover. She gets in there and she says the couple of things that struck me was. She said that uh, many of the things that you want me to tell you about happened before I was in this position. Many of the things that happened uh, that, that you want to talk about you want to talk about happened uh, bef- after I left this position. I don't know anything that you want to know for me. Having said that, my opinion on it is this. Yeah, let me tell you what I think <laughs> what? happened. Okay, what? okay. Well, no. all right, Nancy Drew. Right. I guess right. It's, yeah. It's, well, you know. then the second part of her was, I understand that I serve at the pleasure of the president, but. This is why I think I shouldn't have been let go. What? Yeah, because you got fired. You don't get to do an employee, uh, employee review. You got fired. Go home. Right? No, you, all you had to do is sign the receipt. Yeah. Yep. When the president says, or your boss says, this is what I want from you. This is what you should do. Listen, when a, when a new sheriff or a new police chief takes over, police chief hired or a sheriff is, is elected, you know what they do? They bring in 
their own command staff or they assign their own command staff from the people that are already in the government. Why? Because they're the new boss and they want people that are that understand their intent, their their policies, and they're going to be loyal to their mission. Yeah, right. Well, I I've watched that happen. I've watched <laughs> I've watched when Barry got elected, there was an investigation going on that I was aware of that yeah, Sheriff just Barry stopped. in Florida. Yeah. It just yeah. Yeah. it just ended because yeah. the people that were assigned to that investigation yeah. had backed the wrong horse. Yeah, yeah. And they were like yeah. Yeah, where are you going? Uh, back into my uniform, and I'm yep. going to be driving yep. a car for a little bit. Yep. I believe that Maybe had something I... to do with uh, building a clubhouse out of campaign signs. Yeah, I think that <laughs> did have something to do with it. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, you know what you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, right. While it's still going on, <laughs> right, right, right. If you take them down afterwards. Maybe you can get away with that because right. you know I'm just cleaning up. That's right. But yeah, if you take them down the election, while yeah. the election's still pending, that's <laughs> that's kind of a that's kind of a new new. But you know, what do I know? You know, I just uh, just got a license. <laughs> hey, folks! Uh, listen, we got a great show planned for you. Uh, uh, Earl may may get in here at some point. He, you know, we're waiting for him. We'll probably get a, get a call from him either way, so you'll be able to hear his uh, his voice and you know make it through the week because you know I, I need to hear it if I'm going to make it through the week successfully. Well, I talked to him. I, I did. I did as well. He said hello. He said hello to all you folks out there. Stick around. We got more program coming back after the break. Geltech Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. 
Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to BoundaryOakDistillery.com to learn more. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone a Pistol Studios. We finished last segment, didn't we? Talked to, we said a little impeachment is where we left. Uh, welcome back, folks. Um, uh, if you're just joining us, uh, Earl is uh, still on the way in. He uh, he's got some uh, he's got some uh, you know uh, he's, he's running he's running he's running the truck up and down the highway. He's getting us some cores and some clamshell. Yeah, doing his, doing um, and uh, if you know what, if if you get to eat like a farmer, if you got to have it at your house, yep, like a trucker. That's right. That's, that's, that's how right. I got there. That's right. And. Uh, yeah, they. Uh, it, it, I, listen, I I understand. Uh, they call him in the, on Saturday mornings. They call Earl and they say, uh, um, "We got some big fat overtime for you if you want it. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy stuff. I'll work." Yeah. You know, driving the truck on a Saturday. Oh, come on. You know, I, I wish you could only do that. I'm sure Earl does also because you don't have the the hassle of the you know everybody else driving back and forth to work all day long. You know, my my brother-in-law used to own it. He and the family owned a trucking company, and he said he was out in the middle of nowhere, and there were and he was he was moving right and he had a very nice truck and he was booking and there was a truck closing on him like he couldn't believe yeah and he couldn't believe i mean they, they were, they're out in like arizona or, yeah. you know and it's just it's just coming on like it's got a rocket motor in right it. and uh and it passes him and he's doing you know 80 and it just goes right past him yeah all black truck all black trailer oh boy yeah. big big long nose yeah and uh and they get up he gets up a ways and the guy's pulled over and is refueling and he's running dual like 200 gallon tanks yeah and he walks over and says says it's just an average looking black fella and he says so what uh what do you got in that uh, and he went um actually it's a 12 cylinder supercharged <laughs> diesel engine from a tugboat <laughs> and uh i'm uh yeah 
I'm doing government work. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think the guy was hauling uranium or something <laughs> back and forth. That's why he's going so fast. You yeah. don't want to be close to it that yeah, long. Yeah, <laughs> well, that, and he's probably got air cover. He's probably got, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's an yep. A-10 flying over him going, making sure nobody's messing with the truck. <laughs> you know, the, and the, tr- the plane's going, could you speed up? Because I can't fly this slow. <laughs> right, right. Uh, all right, so I have some, uh, some etiquette questions, some carry questions, uh, and, and, and I have a... Like Drew? No, 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 like, uh, like, uh, like pants. Um, and, uh, I have to, I have to get dressed up this evening and, uh, Kevin knows that only time I wear pants is if there's a death or a subpoena or, or both. Um, actually you have showed up in court with shorts on. I have. Yeah. Yeah. I have. Well, it wasn't, I wasn't subpoenaed. I was just asked to be there. I don't know if you want me to be there, you know, pay for pants. Um, so I was, uh, I, I had to put together the, put together the ensemble, you know, and, and I have, I have. I have suits. How many suits would you say you have? Now, you wear a suit every day, sometimes more than one a day. I, uh, how many suits do I own? Yeah. Um, according, or, according to what I've reported to the IRS? Or no? or, yeah. What, what, what can be Because they are, they are trade tools yeah. if yeah. I only wear yeah. them for work for the first year and I don't sit down them right. unless I'm in court. Correct. Under the dinosaur rule. Right. Uh, <laughs> just so we're clear. It's uh, 42. 42. Okay. I'm, uh, uh, you know, I, I probably half of that. You know, maybe, maybe a couple more. Uh, maybe a couple more than half. Um, We're not talking about swim, right? No, 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 okay, no. Not no, swimsuit. No, okay. no. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, uh, I just, uh, I like a good suit. Uh, when I wear, when I, you know, got to wear up, I like a good suit. And I like, I like options. I like to stand there in the closet and go, no, I want the brown pinstripe. You know, I want this. I want the, I like the fluff or the, the fluffy ruffles some days. You know, it's just, I've got. Pirate shirt. I've got, <laughs> I've got, to, I've got some suits. I've got some suits. So, um, but I'm, at this event I'm going oh, to. I have three tuxedos. I didn't count those. Oh, we're going tuxes. I got a, I got at least yeah, 10 tuxes. Yeah, I know, because yeah. you, you found that guy that was selling them for like $5 a piece. I, I did. I found a tux place of, going out of business yeah. and got, got them for $5 yeah. a piece. Earl did the same thing. He, yeah. he, he loaded up, yeah. and, I, and y'all didn't give me that notice. So yeah. I, I've, I've also got uh, a bunch that were made when I was overseas, a bunch of you know $20, $30 suits made overseas. Rude. Um, and we, hey, we can go to Afghanistan now and get some if you want. I know where the guy is. He's at the bazaar down on the corner across from uh, No, no, KMTC. no. I'm at the tuxedos. So oh. It was, it was, oh. I didn't call me in. I couldn't get there. I, I have no independent recollection of that incident, Senator. Um, the um, I taught you that. <laughs> so, so I taught Oliver North that. Yeah, I have a. I have to go to this event tonight, so I just grabbed a basic black suit. Is what I what I pulled off the rack, and I grabbed the uh, the white shirt to go with it, and I got me a nice you know satin John John Trump Wickey tie, kind of thing. Trump tie. You know, yeah, exactly. And um, but I know John Wick, and you're no John. Yeah, Wick. I know. Um, I have a. Uh, I have a, I have a, you know, obviously I'm going to be carrying because I'm not going anywhere without a firearm, but with, especially this kind of party. Right, right, right. And I have a, a, a white shirt. Now here's, here's, here's the question for you. Let me ask you this. Now sitting behind your desk, this is different, but out in the public, you don't go out in public with just suit pants or even dress pants, white shirt and tie white. If you wear a white shirt with tie, you have to, you have to put the jacket on over it before you go out. White shirt is, is for no. sit. Sit behind your desk. No, and you're taking I, I, I have, I have gone without a sports coat or jacket. But you now is that with your vest or your waistcoat? Not, not that particular time. It was very, it was a deposition. I was not expecting it to be very formal, and I didn't wear a okay, jacket. Okay, so it wasn't very formal. No, okay, it was okay. going to be a very. Right. It, well, I expected it to be a very short and casual event. Right, and then there was some stabbing, and yeah, yeah it was all that. It's, uh, yeah, um, the uh, I, I don't wear white shirt without the jacket over it if I'm leaving. You know, again, listen, you're, 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 work, you're working in your office, you take your jacket off, that's, you know, that's a big deal. You go to lunch, dinner, you take it off while you're sitting at the table. Um, but 
I, I'm that guy. Don't, don't wear. I don't wear white to go out. White shirt. Put on my cardigan. Yeah. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, the. Um, I am old. I'm supposed to look that. Uh, way. I also don't. I don't uh, ever take my tie down. You know, if you're going to take your. Tie oh, you don't down. go work Springfield. No, don't, don't loosen go. the tie down. Don't do. Don't roll up the I sleeves. See, look, Tom yeah, started yeah. grinning when I said that. He knew what I was talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't go Rick Springfield. I don't do. Uh, I don't do any of that. Um, the uh, now there's 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 some exceptions. If you're wearing not a white shirt, if you're wearing a colored shirt, you know, then it's okay to move out further away from your desk and away from your sport coat or your suit jacket because that's a color that stands on its own. So here's my here's my question. If uh if I'm wearing the white shirt and I've got the uh, let's call it uh, either an appendix or a, or a kidney holster that I'm carrying a, a small auto in. Can I get away with just a vest covering that up or should I have to wear the sport jacket the whole time? Um, so suit carry is what I, we're talking I about. I think suit the carry. vest is, you're going to, is it inside the waistband? It is it inside the waistband, yes. You might be able to get away with it on the inside the waistband. It depends on the cut of the waistcoat or the vest okay? because they do tend to, to slant forward. Right. They stay at above or right at the belt line in the rear. Right but they do slant forward. So if you go appendix, it may be enough of a, of a cover, depending on how it fits you. It may be enough cover to not print. Like I don't like to print. Right. Um, but I think you might want to consider, uh, especially if you're going to wear appendix is, uh, is throw a sweater on. Yeah. Or, or a yeah, sweater vest on. And then you, you don't, that, that whole, the, the, it's called the drape. The drape right, of right, that outfit right, will right. tend to make it not so noticeable. Yeah. It, it looks lumpy. Right. You look lumpy. Nobody. And then the firearm won't appear to be lumpy. I've got a friend of mine who's stupidly skinny. Yeah. And he's like, I, I want to carry off body because I'm too skinny. I said, you just need to. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Dress differently. Yeah. Just different. Yeah, yeah, so I don't like to walk around with a white shirt on, you know, without the coat, and uh, you know. But I did bring a, um, I did bring a black shirt with the black suit. I that might be a little too uh, ghoulish. No, uh, it might be no, a little too. No, it's uh, very John Wicky. Yeah, John. It could be. It could be that. Um, I did bring. Um, and now then I would walk around with just a shirt on. I'm not sure I'd wear the vest over that because I don't need the vest if you're wearing just a black shirt. Because you're wearing the black shirt, I don't need to put the vest on to break the color up and that he's not wearing a white shirt. For that, I brought, I brought, I went old school. I got an ankle holster. I got an ankle holster for that one. That's not a good idea. You don't like ankle holsters? Not with that tapered leg that you wear in your pants. You're never going to get it back over the gun. I don't you have, have to drop your oh pants. Oh, no, this is, this is the... You're going to have to pull your so- yeah. socks up like a seal, dropping your pants, these, pull your socks up, and then pull your pants back up. These might as well be, uh, you know... 1970s. Bell bottoms? Yeah, 1970s okay. bell bottoms, yeah. Um, but I got, and I brought uh, the classic ankle holster gun. I got me a little uh, little Colt five-shot revolver. Go in there with the, you know, leather with the sheepskin. So that's the way to do it. That's the way to go ankle holster when, yeah, you, when well, you're going there. If you ever have to run with one of those, you wish you had yeah. kept the calf attachment. Yes. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. Not I really, that I, was, I have any experience with that, but that is the best way to carry if you're yeah. going to be in a car for any length of time. Yes, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, um, stri- weak side inside the leg yeah inside yeah. the leg i'm i'm looking uh i, I get a couple options for tonight and, and i have to change like here not in the studio but in the bathroom next to the studio before we go because i got to change in the studio time. then tom and i are going to resign yeah hey check out the webcam folks yeah. and uh <laughs> there'll, there'll be a hat hanging on it so don't worry about it <laughs> you know that's that's how we roll here uh hey uh you're listening to arms room radio coming to you live from the ideal concealed cell phone pistol studio stick around more when we get back from the break 
your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and GunTech swag, visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone pistol studios. Hey, we're going to jump into some stories here for you. Uh, first story we were looking at. I don't know if you've seen this, and this one just makes me angry, and I'm glad uh, glad I have Kevin here so we can go over some of this legal stuff, and I can ask why, and he can tell me why, and I can beat my head on the table. So it's, it's, it's this, kind of, this kind of story. Out in, a, in a Washington State, and I know everybody, you guys are listening out there on Mega Talk, and everybody listening around the, around the, around the old uh, Pacific Northwest on many, many stations. Uh, along the rim. Long, ooh, uh, is that what it's called? The rim? It's the Pacific Rim. Oh, Pacific Rim. Okay. All right. I... I I thought maybe you were making a personal gesture there. I wasn't aware. I wasn't aware of. Um, in uh, Tacoma, Washington, this is where the story is out of uh, Tacoma, Washington. Gun or- gun owners are bracing for new taxes on the sales of firearms and ammunition, and residents aren't happy about it. Eight O vote this past Tuesday night. The City Council of Tacoma approved a twenty five dollar per gun tax on retail sales and up to five cent per round of ammunition. The new levies are expected to raise about $30,000 annually with the money designated for violence prevention programs. Now, we've seen this before. Yes. <laughs> we've seen this exact thing before. Well, it was it was an EPA tax right. that you got charged on the round of ammunition you bought, and then you had to bring back the spent casing, yeah. or you had to pay the tax for cleaning up the lead that you <laughs> fired. Right. In order to not, so you had to bring them back and prove that you hadn't fired them right. or you had fired them. Right. And if you had fired them, then they charged you another tax for having to clean up the lead unless you brought the spent projectiles with you, you know, which we, was really crazy. We, yeah. yeah. We've, uh, we've seen this in a couple of cities out there. We've seen them come up mm-hmm. with this. Um, and uh, listen, the state of Washington has a, has a good, has a, well, had, well what would you would think it would be a good uh, uh, preemption clause on firearms. Then that, but that, that's a tax. Yeah, and that's the fight. This is where, this is where they say this is a, you know this is a a tax is a, you can't tax a right. Uh, this is taxing a right. 
uh, the state can only, and that was that was the fight they had with Seattle, if, if you recall, yes. was they said, well, no, no, it's not a new gun law, it's a tax on guns. Right. Well, is it in the law? <laughs> if it's in the law, it's a gun law. And you see them get overturned. You see them get, uh, you know, declared to be, I guess, illegal or, or unconstitutional. Yet new cities continuing to try it. They continue to do this. This councilwoman there, Councilwoman Catherine Ushka, described the city's tax plan, like you said, tax plan as a model that other communities could use in addressing gun violence. Okay, if you're using a tax plan to address gun violence and saying that publicly, it's a law. It's not a tax. It's a le- You're trying to get rid of firearms via a tax. That's to restrict firearms. It uh, gives a signal to other municipalities that it's something they can do. You can't use what I say <laughs> about what we're doing to prove that what you're saying is true. Right. That's called testimony. Right. right. And you're not allowed to do that. Ask the Democrats right. doing the impeachment. Wow. Yeah. Well, council members argued that the new taxes would prevent gun violence. Critics and Second Amendment advocates say that the new taxes will drive businesses out of town and put resi- residents at risk. And this is exactly what you saw. This is kind of like when you get a town or a county that says... We're dry. We don't serve alcohol anymore. Well, guess what you get? You get a lot of businesses popping up at the city line or the county line right. on the other side of it. It's and, just <laughs> over there. Yep. And that's the same thing we saw that happen in Seattle. Uh, you know, while this was going on, they, they got down to, if I recall, it was just one or two federal firearms licenses left in the city. Uh, and, and I think the story we talked about was they were, they were considering fleeing as well, moving across the street, so to speak, to give the, give the tax money to somebody else. Uh, appearing on or Fox, not pay the tax. Right. Appearing on Fox and Friends, the president of the Tacoma Rifle and uh, Revolver Club, certified uh, firearms instructor Jane Millens, alongside with the club's vice president, uh, John Zwosta, who is a VP of Washington State Rifle and Pistol Association, they pushed back against the council's action. Uh, Millens survived a home invasion by two men a couple years ago and volunteers hundreds of hours each year teaching women how to use firearms for personal protection. She told them that a firearm is an equalizer which gives you a chance to survive. Millen said that when she first heard about the tax, she thought of the women who have taken her classes. She charges $45 for a two-day class. Because we offer affordable classes, I get many women of se- that are seniors. Huge demand of senior women. Age group runs 60 to 87 years old, uh, and, that, and they want to learn. And many of those women are on a very fixed income. So she's making the point, obviously, here that you start and, doing and, this. And she's a home invasion and survivor, Yes, too. yeah. Uh, and, and John Zwosta, he's a, he's, a retired, he's a retiree, and you know they're, they're on fixed incomes. You start... Throwing these taxes on there, this starts to say, you know what, uh, we're, we're, we're going to take firearm ownership and make it for the elite, the well-off. You know, you're, you're saying only persons of money can protect themselves, can exercise their Second Amendment rights. And that's what we, that's, you know, exactly what we see going on here. Right, you know, because, the, you know, the, the, the bourgeoisie should not be armed, only the proletariat. Yeah, yeah, right, right, exactly. These are my people. I love them. Pull. And then we're... Exactly. Yeah. Little uh, launching the peasants launching into the, peasants. the air to shoot them <laughs> down. That's right. Uh, so this is you know firearm shops are very unhappy because they're imposing this tax that can't be competitive and they can't be competitive to be able to sell to the local population. Uh, they're going to move out of the city and they're going to take that competition and uh, you know there will be nothing at this point. You know and this is this is what we've seen like we said we've seen this over and over. They're trying to hide a tax in the law. This was the fight we saw in in in. I want to say it was in Everett. I know we saw it in Seattle. Maybe it was in Everett. I apologize, Everett, if you didn't pull any shenanigans like this. But the preemption law in Washington, it doesn't have a lot of teeth to it. It just says that 
the state has, is, has the whole authority for creating firearms laws and nobody else can. You know, we happen to be sitting in a state where, in Florida, if you're you know listening to us for the first time or you're sitting there in Colorado Springs or in Delaware, at, we sit in Florida while we do this program, our state's preemption law has a little bit of teeth to it. You know, which is basically, if you if you violate the preemption law, you can be personally responsible financially. Yes, for that violation. Yeah, yeah. It says, listen, you can't say I was acting as a city council person when I did this. No, you did it. You knew you were doing it wrong. You knew you were doing something basically illegal. Uh, the laws the law is clear, and it says you will be uh, held individually responsible, which means the city, county, or whatever municipality you happen to work for. You don't get to use their counsel, their legal counsel, their attorney, nothing. Their money yeah. to defend you. You got to use your own money. You got to you got to do it yourself. So and you got to pay any fines that result from it. Yep, yep. Uh, and it, it can in Florida it can remove include removal from office. Yes. The governor gets to say, uh, yeah, you know what? You uh, you violated uh, chapter seven ninety dot three three. You're uh, you're gone, buddy boy. You're out of there. Um, Good night. This uh. You think they'll attack this, Kevin, from the tax front? You think they'll attack this preemption front? Which seems to be the most logical course of action when, when attacking these people, going, when going back after these lawbreakers, these city councilmen, eight out, of, eight, eight out of eight, voted to break the law in the state of Washington? Well, I think that the better argument is to use what they've said is the purpose of the tax right. to then argue that it's a violation of the preemption clause. Okay. And then they'll go back and they'll say, well, we're going we're gonna to cancel it. Mm-hmm. And then we'll redo it later, and we won't say that's what it's for. Right. Uh, and and when they say that's what it's for, that's the thing that did them in. So they'll and and that's there's case law going up to the Supreme Court now where the appellate court said, yeah, you stopped. Right. But we know you're going to redo it. Sure. Once the case gets dismissed. Yeah. Yeah. The so city of New York versus the New York Rifle State and Pistol Association. We're, we're not going to let you dismiss. Right. We're going to go ahead and send it up on appeal right. because it's a matter of great public importance. Right. City of New York. I'm sorry. City of New York versus New York State Right Rule. Yeah, State of New York would do that yeah. kind of shenanigan. Um, they, uh, well, they were in cahoots. Don't get it wrong. Because New, no, New, New York State said, hey, we got a preemption law, so the city can't do it again. Yeah, <laughs> and the city said, oh, yeah, we'll just stop and we won't do yeah, it right. until you're not looking and then we'll do it. Because, you know, we have to pass the law before we can tell you what it says. Right. I, I got to pass it before you can read it. Yeah. This... um. This law goes into effect out there in the city of Tacoma on July 1st, 2020. So there is some time. I'm sure, listen, this is right in the, ba- literally in the backyard of our good friends at the Second Amendment Foundation. I'm sure they will be all over this. Uh, you know, you know they probably in. didn't pass any exemptions to it. And so now all the city police department has to go turn in their ammunition, oh. have it taxed. Yeah. And New York did that. Yeah. They didn't put an exemption in for yeah, police firearms. When they did the Safe yeah. Act, yeah, the yeah. New York State Safe Act. And they act, went yeah. like, "Oops, you know, cops can't have guns either." Yeah, well, that's what happens when you try and pass legislation in the middle of the night when it's a knee-jerk thing. You know, you just, we just have to do something. Doesn't matter if it's valid or yeah. reasonable <laughs> or going to work. It's just, you know, it's motion, not movement. Let's do something, not Let's progress. Something. Yeah, exactly right, exactly right. Um, so yeah, this is a you know. Good, you folks, uh, you know, get out there. You know, fight, fight the fight. Second Amendment Foundation, I'm sure, will be picking this up. You've got the, you know, the, like they said, the Washington State Rifle and Pistol Association. They're going to be fighting this as well. You, whether it's your, yeah, whether it's your state or whether you're you're sitting there, you know, proud and in, uh, in Texas or Oklahoma of your gun rights, it's going to come around. So don't let it come around and hit you. Be involved in these other states' issues. Fight your enemy where they are. We'll see you after the break.
Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys and the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by SnagMag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone pistol studios. Hey, uh, this, this, uh, this segment, I want to talk to you about... Um, Wow, you know the the media, and not not us. I mean, we're the good media. Uh, the uh, the the fake media, the the, the fake media, the liberal media. Uh, if you were if you were around uh, Monday Tuesday watching the news, you saw you know ninety percent of the media come out there and tell you that the Supreme Court allows Sandy Hook relatives to sue the gunmaker. You know you know that another victory for pro gun control movement. Uh, yeah, it, that's not actually what happened. No, 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 and and this was in dealing with the uh, the. Protection of Lawful Commerce in Arms Act, uh, the, 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 the PLACA, I guess it's called, the, the Protection of Lawful Commerce in Arms Act. We've talked to you about this before. This says, basically, um, if you uh, own a Ford dealership and um, somebody buys a Ford from you and then a year later, two years later, they get involved in a DUI and you know run over a bus full of nuns, that you can't sue Ford for killing the nuns. Or for, for, for the because D, they for didn't the install something in the car that would keep a DUI driver from driving it. Correct. This is what the Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act is. 
that I made a firearm, I sold a firearm, uh, you know, manufactured a firearm, it went to a distributor, who went, then it went to a dealer, a dealer did a, you know, absolute lawful transaction, background check, whatever, or if they sold it to somebody who then legally sold it to somebody else. Now, if anybody else along the way is criminally negligent, let's say they stole the firearm, or if they say, you know, they, they, you know, they, they fraudulently applied to purchase the firearm and they still got it somehow, that person's the guilty party. Right. Right. Um, it's just like, again, if you stole a, stole a car, stole a car, uh, stole the car and went and did this, you're in trouble because you stole the car. Still, they can't sue Ford's Ford not because in trouble. Ford didn't put something in place that right. kept somebody from stealing the car. So, unless a firearms manufacturer, let's go with the big one. Let's go with I don't know Remington, who's the the, the subject of this uh, lawsuit. Unless Remington says, you know what, we're going to build a hundred ARs rifles, and we're going to send ninety of them to a dealership distributor so they can go out into lawful commerce, but ten. Ten, we're going to take out the back and sell them by the dumpster for the guy with the you know who's got the first twenty dollar bill because I really need some extra cash. That's breaking the law. If they did that, they would be responsible because guess what? The protection of lawful commerce does not protect illegal, unlawful commerce. Right. Remington's done nothing wrong. What uh, the 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 survivors, the complainants, the uh, you know the plaintiffs in this case for Sandy Hook are saying is that. We don't care what the law says. Remington's making guns, and guns are killing people. And so we should be able to sue Remington because... Correct. Right. That made it to the Connecticut Supreme Court. You know, I think they maybe want to talk to medical schools. Yeah, yeah, right. Because you're making doctors, and they're committing malpractice, and people are dying. Yeah. So right. you should sue medical schools. Yeah, yeah. Don't sue the doctor who no, actually no, no. committed the malpractice. Right, right. Sue the school. That's a good point. Because that's a lot more money. Good point. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. A lot more money. Yeah. Because you, you, sue, you sue a doctor in that first 10 years, you're just, you're just getting his, uh, his loan debt. <laughs> yeah, I sued. I won. You, Good. You, Here's half my loan debt. Yeah, you, yeah. you, get, you get in line. Yeah. yeah. So this went through a couple of layers on, on, the, on, the, on the, the smaller level courts, you know, local courts, circuit courts. It finally made it to the Connecticut uh, Supreme Court, and the Connecticut Supreme Court said, um, um, yeah, go ahead. You can do it. We're gonna we're gonna let you use uh, we're gonna let you sue Remington and you can't use protection of lawful commerce in Arms Act as a defense. Uh, you know you you can't you it's not even as a defense. I mean, Kevin, tell, tell me out here it's when a, it's an it's an affirmative defense. affirmative defense. So so when you say listen, uh, it's like when you go sue the federal government. I want to sue the federal government. No, you can't sue the federal government. Sorry, you, you unless it they created a tort. Correct. You, Correct. You ha- if it's a breach of contract of Correct. some sort that they, it's not in writing, right. then you have to get their permission. Right. So what, 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 ha- what ha- happened was, with this case, is that the, the Connecticut State Supreme Court said, yeah, we're going to let you do it. Well, the, uh, the Remington said, we're going to take it to the, uh, the, the, we're the removing, federal. We're yeah. removing it to federal court from diversity of citizenship right. and the value of the claim. So right. they went to the Supreme Court. They went to the U.S. Supreme Court to say, hey, Connecticut Supreme Court here screwed up. We, we don't think that this should be allowed to go forward. And this, again, is how the news portrayed it, that the Supreme Court agrees and says we should be able to sue. All that happened was they, were just, they weren't grant, granted cert. Right. They just said we're not going to take it. It's not. This is not a level for there's We're not deciding what your affirmative defense can be and whether that defense applies. Right. We're saying this is not our level. Go fight it out in your local courts. Go fight it out in, in state Supreme Court. Right. Now, so the state Supreme Court is going to allow this to go to 
trial. Now, if this goes to trial, yes, and let's say that Remington is found to be liable yes. in ignorance of the Lawful Commerce Act, then, then right, then, then it goes to the Supreme Court. Then it'll go up on appeal. Correct, correct. But as of right now, this they, was, they don't really. The Supreme Court doesn't really do interlocutory, you right? Know, with, with you know, give me an advisory opinion. Yeah, it's, they and that's what that. they wanted here. They don't do yeah. that. Yeah, they don't do that. It's not. They don't do that. Um, yeah, and that's 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 what this was. This was they wanted to. They needed a review. Those Remington was looking for for it to be reviewed and looking to say, "Hey, please tell them they did wrong." And like I said, the Supreme Court said, "We don't no, do uh, advisory uh, reviews." Yeah, it, it, it happened happened uh, yet? You know, it's yeah. just yeah. That's right. Yes. Yeah. We were we address final judgments. Right. Uh, the Sandy Hook family's suit used one of six narrow exemptions to the 2005 law to argue that the Remington violated. Connecticut's Unfair Trade Practices Act. The suit and the gunmaker recklessly marketed the Bushmaster AR-15 style to disturbed young men like the Sandy Hook gunman through product placement and violent video games and advertising pitches like consider your man card reissued and the opposition will bow down. So let's say this. First off, Remington didn't advertise anything inside a video game. Nope. (laughs) You know why? Don't really think so. Yeah. Because they know this could happen. No, that yeah. may not be why. It's that did the video game manufacturers pay Remington any kind of endorsement? Because if you want right. to use my name and it says Bushmaster on it, yeah. uh, so that you can see it in the imagery of the game, you're going to pay a licensing fee for that. You don't you don't see uh, you know Coke Zero in those either, right? You right. That's uh, you see a can. You yeah. Know, you see a car. Right. That car looks a lot like a Mustang right. or a Plymouth, but it doesn't say Mustang or Plymouth. Correct. It doesn't say that. Because they're not paying licensing fees. It's an automobile. The suit itself even says AR-15 style rifle. Yeah. You know, so so you're looking at generic. And, uh, and listen, I'm not, a, I'm not a video game player. The last video game I probably played was like, you know, Space Invaders. I don't know. I don't know I'm not a big, just never been a big video game guy. Um, but they, I don't know what the graphics are like. I mean, can you, can you, can you look at the manufacturer's name on the side of a rifle? And listen, you could barely read a manufacturer's you, name on the side of a rifle when you, you're holding it. You you probably could, or there are soundtracks that might say, throw me the Bushmaster. Okay. Oh, you know, okay, gotcha. there's, yeah. You know, there's, yeah, give me the GAC. You know, yeah, that kind of stuff. Like yeah, kind yeah. Of stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, there may be indications. Right. I mean, I've, I've had a young man, probably 10 years old, in a car as a passenger with his mother, and the woman pulled up and let the window down of her minivan and said, is... Is that an anti-aircraft gun? <laughs> and we're like, yeah, it's a, it's a Dishka. Yeah, ZS, yeah, ZSU twenty-four or thirty-four. Yeah, yeah. yeah and uh, no, it was a four. I'm sorry, it was a four. The other ones a, are, are, are uh, um, motorized. Yeah, and so that was a tow behind. And, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and we were like, how do you know that? Yeah. And she went, my son just told me. Yeah. And we're all like, how? She said, Call of Duty. Yeah. So. We would yeah. see it all the time in one of the gun shows. When we were doing work at gun shows together, you know, the, you'd get a little kid come up like that, eight, and ten he, years he, old. He, you know, know. He, that's an HK ninety one. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a three away with this and that. How do you? And it's like yeah. it's that Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I had the the one the one kid asked for what is it uh, the uh, the the model ninety three Beretta he was looking for. Oh, it's like a ninety two, but it has a little folding stock that comes out. And you can go full auto on it. And blah blah blah. I'm like, I can't. How, how, do, you, you, how do you know that? <laughs> how do you know that? Yeah. I'm looking for a plasma rifle in a 40-watt range. Yeah, that's a, hey. Just what you see, kid. Just what you see. <laughs> so you get, uh, you get, you definitely get those kids out there. But this is this this is not the victory that the uh, this case that we're talking about here uh, the, with Remington and the Supreme Court and, and the Connecticut Supreme Court. This was by no means 
Don't believe this. By no means a victory. This was a procedural thing by the Supreme Court saying we don't do this. In fact, Kevin, it's thousands a year. They say we're not we're not reviewing or grant, granting cert to. Oh, there's it happens all the time. Yeah. They, they don't. They take a very small percentage of the cases that are presented to them. Very small. Yeah, they they this one was one again. That's right there on the uh, no, we are not doing it list. Uh, hey, folks, listen, we got more program coming back for you next hour. Until then, though, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. Deltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey, everyone. This is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Hey everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind mail with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone Pistol Studios. My name is Mike, the uh, host of the program, uh, guiding you through uh, the uh, the rest of the uh, the rest of the hour here with us from this uh, second hour of our two hour program. Uh, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time, 
Hey, on my right would normally be sitting the uh, court. No, no, you're on the left. I'm all, I'm all confused. Normally sitting on the right. Do you want me to move? No, that would really make it bad. <laughs> I'd start getting dizzy if you moved to the other side of the room. I wouldn't be able to deal with that. Uh, normally sitting I don't on think my I right can would... sit with my back to the door. No, 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 definitely not. Um, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone, his name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. Maybe we just call him next segment. We'll just call him. We'll do one of those. Uh... Why would we call him next segment? It's an Indian name. I am oh, next segment okay. from down by river. Yeah. Okay. So, um, the uh, the courtroom assassin also joining me on my left. The courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort attorney Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Rose. Uh, he's been. Uh, he's again. He's he's, he's running that uh, running that car go. He's bounding down. He's bounding down. Loaded up in truck. We got to see if Major Bill's going to be able to join us. Although Major Bill drives the blocker car, so he gets to go a little faster. He could probably get back and you know hop on the phone. Uh, well, you know, it was funny that Earl said, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to need a speedier truck. Yeah, yes. Speedier than that. Speedier, yeah, yep. He, uh, like he said, though, the second part of the trip's all downhill, so. No, you said that. It's true, but it's true. That's true. He's coming from the north, so he's actually it's not true because the earth is bigger around in the middle, so it's actually uphill. Uh, Yeah, but unless you take the whole uh, you know uh, Coriolis effect into you know, and then then because he's coming down, it's like slingshotting down. Depends on which direction he's going. True. Very true. Very true. I mean, if he's in the southern hemisphere, yeah, be slingshotting to the north. Right. Yeah, be spinning towards the middle, towards the axes. Right. Towards the, uh, well, actually, towards the midline of the axis, yeah. Midline so, of the axis. Yep, yep. Bet you didn't think you were going to get that today, folks, did you? Um, yeah, and the, they're thinking, <laughs> could you just talk about a gun? <laughs> uh, What's the best ammo should I use for my three, 32 uh, yeah, semi-automatic yeah, 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 yeah. Smith & Wesson for personal defense? <laughs> you should attach a bayonet to it. That's what you should attach a bayonet to it, because... A thirty-two Smith and Wesson is not really a very good gun for self-defense. Hey, let's let's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. It would self, the thirty-two is a very good self-defense weapon. The twenty-five is a very good self-defense weapon. If um, if they know, can't get medical care for a wound to the stomach, because it'll eventually make you die from peritonitis. If I'm going, uh, if I'm going camping, it's the gun I always carry on me. Because if a bear ever attacks, I'm going to use that to shoot you in the knee. That way, I don't know. I know I didn't kill you, but you couldn't run any further, and the bear got you. You know, that's that's yeah, that's the way it goes. That's the way. Bear got you. And that's funny. That's interesting that you said that because that's why I wear motorcycle Kevlar britches when I go <laughs> yeah, camping it. with you so that <laughs> you shoot me in the knee. It doesn't do anything other than bounce off and make me angry. Let's uh, let's uh, let's be honest. If you got shot in the knee, you wouldn't feel it. You probably, I, that's probably true. <laughs> that's probably true. Let's talk about the, the California shooting out at the, uh, the high school there in California. This was in uh, Santa Clarita. Uh, this uh, this happened. Um, what about, was, a, was, was it about uh, an hour from... Los Angeles. Well, you know, if if, uh, if you if you're going based on traffic, it could be uh, thirty minutes or seven hours. It depends yeah, on the time. It depends of day. on which yeah. direction you're going and what yeah. time of day. Yeah, exactly right. Sixteen-year-old gunman shot himself after uh, killing two classmates and wounding three others out there in uh, Southern California. If you have not heard, if you don't have the update, he finally uh, succumbed to his self-inflicted wound yesterday. So so he DRT. He dead right there. He's dead right there. So that that guy went down. This is a he used a forty-five caliber handgun. Don't have How is that possible? Well, Kevin, you know, he's, he's a junior in high school. He's 16 years old. And he lives uh, in California. Lives in California, the most gun control place on the, well, in this country. I won't say on the planet because we, we got Venezuela and stuff like that. We got Hong Kong. Uh, 
Um, this guy has a firearm. Immediately, you could before the gun has even hit the ground when this guy pulls the trigger and he's done firing. Before the guns even hit the ground, you can hear you could hear the motors starting on the bandwagons because they are getting ready to. We have to do something. We have to ban that type of firearm. 45's too big. It carries more than five rounds. We have to ban all that. He's 16 years old. What's he doing with a firearm? What's he doing with any firearm? Not just a handgun. What's he doing with any firearm? This kid was 100% banned. Banned from carrying a firearm. Banned from possessing a firearm. 100% banned. No additional law, no matter what they could come up with, would have changed the outcome right. of this shooting. Nope. Well, I take that back. There is one law that could that could stop this shooting, and I've said this to you before. Oh well, yeah, there is a there is some litigation or legislation yeah. that they could have put in place. Yep, that might have stopped this. Yes, yes, and that would have been to seize every firearm ever made inside the United States and take them and melt them down into a big giant lead weight. No, that wouldn't have done it. But we no, we every one of them. No, no, no. We just find every one of them. What we nope. do is we get these satellites nope. that they uh, they look down and they have firearm firearm seeking radar, okay. and they and pull so them they're up gonna, into space. They're going to catch the new ones as people make them at home. Yes, because uh, we we're not going to allow you to have them. So wait, we already don't allow you to have them. We're we're going to we're going to get rid of all firearms. Right, and yeah. and but then people will make new ones. Kevin, don't you know if we all just put our guns down and hold hands, then nobody can shoot each other. Well, that's probably true <laughs> if everyone held hands. Yep. But we wouldn't get anything done either. It's um because I got to let go to steer. That's right. Yeah. Okay, yeah so no right. more trucking, no right. more farming. <laughs> that's right. You know? we just all continue to hold hands. We'd have some. Uh, I bet you by if 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 everybody had to hold hands in this country, I bet you by the end of the week, Jerry Micklick would have that figured out how to do it with his toes, and he would still be shooting, you know, five hundred meters with ten rounds in two seconds. He could figure it out. He probably could. Yeah, he's he's that kind of he'd, guy. He'd go get a bone graft or something and have an, an articulated tail. Yeah, yeah, he'd do it that way. So this kid out there, this uh, this criminal, this this uh, this uh, you know murderer of classmates, uh, you know he he was one hundred percent, like we said, one hundred percent already can't own a firearm. The only way, and there is no law. Uh, you know, ask me, uh, ask me what you want. Uh, I'll ask you what the same question. The, what law? Would have present, prevented this, and if you know something, we'd love to know. I, I know I'll, a law I'll that sign would have, that law. I, I yeah. know a law that would have stopped. Kevin, this. what law would have prevented this? All teachers have to be armed. All faculty oh. have to be armed. Yeah. Uh, any student over the eight, age of eighteen yep. has to have access to personal defense items for which he can or she can use to defend the class. From uh, you know, and that that may have uh, been a deterrent. I'm not sure from looking at the timeline here. Do you think this young man would have walked in that school with a 45 caliber pistol and gone, you know, everybody else here has got one because cowards don't go to places where they can get hurt. Correct. I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, 100%. This this kid went in, went into the, you know, one of the common areas, pulled the gun out of the backpack and started to shoot. If he had known, if he had known somebody here with a gun might be putting bullets in my head before I get to do what I want to do, it wouldn't happen. You want to talk about deterrence? That's the term. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll see you after the break.
The Keltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call. 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Hey, welcome back to Armstrong Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone a Pistol a Studios. Hey, uh, we're sitting in here. We're watching the uh, we're watching the, the the news. We got it on here, and uh, we're listening to some of the or watching the impeachment highlights. I guess it is. Um, did you see? I, I forget the the young uh, the young representative woman's name um, from from Defonic from New York. Uh, Defonic, the female from uh, from New York. She sat there and read um, all of the things that Adam Schiff said that he was going to do, guaranteeing the whistleblower was going to testify. Now Schiff has said. He did, you know, obviously that the whistleblower will not testify. And she sat there and read statement after statement after statement after statement of Schiff saying it. And they did the split screen, and they're showing Schiff's face while this is going on. And it's um, it's that moment of, um, you know, I think uh, sheer panic, uh, uh, you know, crossed with indifference. Like, um, oh, I, I, oh, yeah, I did say those things. Oh, my God, I'm going to be in so much trouble. Nah, this is what everybody told me to do. I'm doing exactly what they told me to do. I'm in the clear. But he's just, it's so, it's so... Uh, you know, uh, it's so duplicative. Uh, it's 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 you know, it's it's lies. It's cheating. It's stealing. They're willing to do anything, and this is all about the twenty 2020 twenty and twenty sixteen election for them. So, I did just see Kevin. I don't know if you saw it come up now. You know, they they they've brought in uh, they brought in a couple of the people that Donald Trump has uh, has released from uh, employment and government, and uh, you know, so like we started. No, he reinstated them. R- right, right, right. Wait, were you talking about the? The officers? No, 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 the, 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 no, no, that, no. That's different. We'll get to that, okay. and we'll, we'll finish with finish with that. But the ambassadors. Oh, everybody he's ever fired. Yeah, yeah. They're bringing in. It's the. It's the so you were on the TV show with him. Yeah. And he fired you. Yeah, they're going to yeah. bring in people from the Apprentice. Yeah. They're going to yeah. bring them in. They're going to bring in all. And, the people And how did you feel them. about that? <laughs> I, you know, not good. I think he shouldn't have fired me. <laughs> they're going to bring in all the people that he fired. Uh, you know, when when he was on the Apprentice. Um, if if you did notice, he did this week, and this is a this is a story that is um. It's it's fascinating. It's fascinating to to read through this story about. You, you mean the one where they're wherever getting everybody's going to get ahead of it now, and it says Julian Assange didn't kill himself. Oh boy, yeah, that uh, that would be that's a, coming. Look at I got Tom. Yeah, you know yeah. what? You know what? I know there are good ones when I get Tom. I was like, you know. Tom, folks, you, you, everybody knows Tom. Tom's our uh, Tom's our, our producer uh, here at the studio, and um, uh, he's he's been with us for many years now, many seventeen, eighteen. Back when we used to be on the. When we were on the Telegram, I think Tom was with us then. Yeah, he was back then. In fact, we've been around when we were first doing smoke signals. I think Tom was with us on the program. He was producing back then. So, Um, the president. This is the title. This is again the lies that come out of the media. The absolute, the Boulder Dash. I think is what it's called. Right? Is is, is that the right word? Trump ignores Pentagon advice and intervenes in military war crimes case. No. No, what he did was exercise his authority as commander-in-chief of the military to right a wrong. He's the boss. Well, you know what? Yeah. He doesn't have any military experience. Well, he's the president of the United States, and he gets to decide what the yeah. military does and doesn't do. The whole story starts as President Donald Trump ignored Pentagon advice. No, he did not ignore Pentagon advice. What he did was take the advice of other advisors and military professionals. As you as you hear this story, as you go through this story, um, you can you can hear, you can almost... You can almost see these these gen- these former generals and admirals uh, that that say, "Well, we he shouldn't do it." You can you can almost see the uh, the Obama T-shirt that they're wearing when when they're making these making these statements. 
The one under their uniform. Under their uniform. And most of these are retired now because they understand that uh, you start well, to badmouth the man. You, guess what? That's right. You, You're fired. You, you don't You're make fired. that. Well, I think we talked about earlier when a new guy comes in, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Can't get rid of everybody at the same time because you still got to have somebody turn the lights on and off, you know? Trump granted full pardons to Army First Lieutenant Clint Lawrence and Army Major Matthew Golston. Now, we've had, uh, obviously, you've heard, you've heard uh, Colonel Allen West retired on here with us. Uh, he has been a big, a big supporter, proponent of uh, Lieutenant uh, Clint Lawrence. Um, this was one that there was even a shadow, a tiny glimmer of hope that the last president was going to uh, commute that sentence, uh, if not pardon. And uh, that never happened as well, although a bunch of other, you know, uh, convicted uh, murderers and criminals and drug dealers, uh, you know, went, went, to, went there, uh, you know, went on their freeway. Um, in addition, uh, he restored, the president restored the rank of Navy SEAL uh, Eddie Gallagher. Now, if you remember, uh, Eddie Gallagher was the one that was, um, he, they said he murdered a, a Taliban, you know, a fighter over there right. in, uh, in Afghanistan. stabbed him in the neck. Right. And, um. They, 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 they tried found, him. They, they tried him, found him not guilty of all charges except for posing with a dead body. And um, now, listen, I will, I'm not going to give the Navy a lot of credit here because, again, their leadership is, is, is wrought full of uh, the last administration's, uh, you know, admirals as well. Um, the, he, he, was, he was detained. Uh, Chief Gallagher was detained in, uh, in, in, the, uh, in the, the, the barracks there, the, uh, the disciplinary barracks in, in San Diego. Um, and while he was waiting, you know, they, they, he was, he was there. Listen, this is a decorated Navy chief, Navy SEAL. And they, it became, it became news. And the president said, Hey, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm stepping in and, um, he should be guaranteed, you know, house arrest or at least, you know, put in the barracks. And that's what they did. They had a move from, uh, from confinement from, uh, from the disciplinary barracks to, to regular, you know, uh, housing. Then he went to trial and they, uh, th- this case is just so crazy. Uh, he went to trial there, Navy court martial, um, and he was found guilty on, like we just said, only posing with the body. You know, Kevin, I'm not going to say I got any pictures like that, but I'm going to say if that's the crime, you know, listen, you're reaching for straws. You're trying to find anything that, you know, to, to hamper this guy with, you know, to hurt this guy. I, uh, I got to tell you that that is not an unusual event. No. Um, in the annals of military yeah. and non-military. Yeah. I mean, look at the number of people that posed with Dillinger. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. were... Yes. I don't know why they never brought it up during the trial, but we're required to take pictures of the dead bodies because we, when we move along, you know, you don't stay there and wait. It's not like NCIS shows up and you... And you, and you uh, well, here we are. We're going to have a crime scene analysis. No, this is a pretty fluid situation. Well, NCIS will show up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But they won't show up while you're waiting there because, uh, you know. Unless unless it's one of those battles where you just continue, you continue to go. Um, so he was found guilty of uh, posing with the body. Now, the, the, the chief of the court-martial there, the uh, I guess the, uh, the, the, the sitting uh, you know, judge during this case, could have reduced him in rank all the way back to, you know, seaman recruit, E1. He went from, an, for those military understand the rank system, he was an E7, which is a chief petty officer, which would be a senior NCO in, in the other branches, um, and they only dropped him down one rank. They could have dropped him down seven. They dropped him down one rank. Well, even the president said, yeah, still not good enough. Still not good enough. I want him back to his rank, and you can let him retire at uh, full rank. You know, you, to, to find him guilty of that nonsense charge, you're just trying to save face. The, the JAG attorney... The chief JAG at that time actually did the uh, gave medals, commendation medals to the uh, the JAG attorneys that tried the case and lost. 
The president interceded then. That was two, three months ago. Found out about those, said, no, rescind them. Rescind those medals. You're going to award somebody for losing and for maliciously prosecuting somebody. Yep. Um, Lieutenant Clint Morantz, this is a a, a lieutenant who back in, I believe it was uh, 2012, I'd have to pull the date, um, was a... this was a movement to contact. He was involved in a firefight. They had a, they had a, they had a bad guy, um, you know, and 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 they ended up you know shooting him, and uh, somebody complained. Some some snowflake. Some you know. Well, he was a, he was a non-combatant. He wasn't a non-combatant, and that's what this found. This is this one's got many many congressmen and senators signed on to it. So he's actually he's actually sat in jail for six years, waiting for this to occur, and then uh, the major because you know he didn't have it on a uniform. But he was shooting a firearm. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, that means he's a non-combatant because he didn't wear a uniform. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Taliban last time we faced anybody, uniforms. Last time we faced anybody and with any regularity that wore a uniform against us would have been in Korea. You know, uh, in, even in Vietnam, it was you know you had the, the, occasionally. The, yeah, you had the, the North Vietnamese that wore the uniforms, but for the most part, it was guerrilla warfare in the South with the with the Viet Cong and the, black uh, pajamas. Yeah, and black pajamas. Um, Major uh, uh, Anthony Golston, this was a gentleman who they did an investigation on him once and they found it was cleared. Then a couple years later, they came back and said, no, no, now we do think Do-over. there's enough. We think there is enough now to charge you with this. And, uh, and, and the president said, no, nah, no, nah, done, no, nah, done. Yeah. So here, here's what I, what I hate. They, they, that all of these, these, these former, again, Obama era, you know, uh, former military officials say, well, this is, it brings bad precedent that, our soldiers can do whatever they want. Uh, it, I told the president not to do this. This means there's going to be dissension in the ranks. No, I, I, you know, I'll tell you what, from, from being somebody in the ranks, that quite the opposite. Knowing that somebody's got your back, that you can go out there and, 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 and kill the enemy. Because listen, here's the, here's, the, here's the goal of the army. Close with and destroy the enemy by fire and maneuver. That's what it is. Close with and destroy the enemy by fire and maneuver. Now, if the mission dictates I got to go out and you know, build an ice cream you know, uh, castles for somebody... Then that's what it is. But you're, they're taught to kill. They're taught that's to their kill. job. They're not indiscriminate murderers. They're taught to kill the enemy. All right? And they know the president has their back. Hey, when we get back, we got uh, more program for you. Stick around. This is the sound of a brand new outdoor grill being hurled off a 20-story building. Now a stylish glass coffee table. An electric guitar. These are the things you could enjoy all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Visit energysavers.gov and get tips on how to save energy and money. Then do things like switch to Energy Star light bulbs or Energy Star appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. So this doesn't happen to the recliner you've had your eye on, or this to the treadmill on your wish list, or this to the shiny new bike your kid's been asking for. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. 
Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you, or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag, visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Deputy Sheriff Patrick Kelly Behan, 29, Broward County Sheriff's Office, Broward County, Florida, was killed in the line of duty Tuesday, November 13, 1990. Deputy Sheriff Patrick Behan was shot and killed while sitting in his patrol car after responding to a shoplifting call at a Circle K store at the intersection of Hollandale Beach Boulevard and Southwest 40th Avenue in Pembroke Park. Deputy Behan had served as a patrol deputy with the Broward County Sheriff's Office for only two weeks when he was killed. He had previously served with the Boca Raton Police Department for three years and as a detention deputy with the Broward County Sheriff's Office for two and a half years. Deputy Behan is survived by his wife, parents, his brother, and his sister. Deputy Sheriff Patrick Kelly Behan, you are not forgotten. Folks, if you've got any legal issues that you think you'd like to talk to somebody about, let me know, and I will see what I can do to help you out. Uh, thank you, Kevin, for uh, sponsoring uh, that uh, segment of the program. It, you, again, you've been uh, doing that uh, for you know since day one. Yeah, since day one. You know, and I, I was doing some math since day one. You know how many shows it's been since day one? Because I, because I, 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 you know, I, I like the the whole math thing. We've ten, been we've been doing this for over a million. No, no, it's okay. close though. It's close to that. Um, the be- my best guess was just, you know, because I, I don't think we've ever had a best of. I think we promised we were going to do a couple best of, and you and I ended up wandering in here, you know, on the holidays, you know. and, and that, that, I think that may have happened. <laughs> so if, if the math Let's is see. right. That's 100, it's 52 yeah. times 5, 5? 52 times 5 years, 7 months, which means uh, we've oh. got... Uh, Right at uh, just just about 280, 285 shows in the bag. So coming up on hey, our three. You think we'd be better at this by I know, now? Right, this right. much practice, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, now see, yeah, I got yeah, him again. Yeah, he's yeah, laughing. Yeah, he's, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, would. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, you should be able to run your own board, you <laughs> losers. <laughs> 
Hey, on the line with us, we have the uh, the chief law enforcement officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Doing all right, sir. Doing all right. Um, uh, how are things going in the world of uh, law enforcement for you? Uh, well, uh, you, you surprised me with the Fallen Hero segment. I, I, I got to say that, Mike. Um, well, let me, I'll, let me say, I'll say this. Um, um, listen, folks, um, uh, uh, I didn't know uh, uh, Deputy Bean, um, um, Major Bill, a new Deputy Bean, worked together with Deputy Bean, and um, he's on my calendar, sir, for every time we get close to November 13th, he gets one. So, um, and I know it's it's a... It's always a, a, a rough thing to, to have to recall, um, but uh, just, just for next year, because you said the same thing the last two years. Next year, don't forget, we're going to do we're, we're doing Patrick Bean. Yeah, uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, and as you know, I mean, I, I, uh, Pat was uh, was my partner. Uh, I worked very closely with him. He was on his own uh, solo for two weeks. Right, right. Working, uh, you know, prior to that, but. Right. Yeah, it was. Uh, it did surprise me. Uh, but thank you very much. Of course, of course. Um, let, let, let's uh, let's jump ahead. You've got uh, you've got some information for us. Some other information for us that you wish yeah, to share. Yeah. Uh, well, listen. You know, we are coming up on the holiday season, and uh, that we we call this. You know, the, the giving season. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, and we always hear stories about. You know, there's there's you know the Salvation Army and other. Other charitable organizations right. are out there ringing the bell and getting collections, and there's always some heartwarming story about you know how someone put a, a you know a, a valuable gold coin, right, or, right, a cougarand or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, well, Miami, not to be outdone, <laughs> it, it is the giving season. So, oh yeah. Uh, what we did find is you, know, you, you see those donation boxes all over the place. Yes, right? yes. Where you can donate clothes and shoes, yes. and things like that. Well, right. At a donation center uh, or a donation box where clothes and shoes are typically dropped off uh, at, at a site on along Federal Highway in Miami, okay. uh, somebody dropped off a handgun and several magazines that were nicely packaged in a duffel bag. Oh, how sweet. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it, who does not like to receive a handgun uh, for the holidays? You know, handgun for the holidays. You know? That's right. You know. Happy uh, handgun holidays. Yeah, yeah, see, you know, it's you know, the the, the snow is falling, you know, right. we can put, you know, warheads on foreheads and right, there you go. There you go. Uh, but so yeah, you know, well, the person who was collecting it, uh, when they opened it up, uh, obviously uh, thought it was strange and called the police. Right. Police so. Right. Uh, okay, let's check it out. Uh make sure that the uh uh was it was found in a uh in this duffel bag, a very nice Adidas duffel bag, by the way. Right, right. And it was turned in, so the police are checking to make sure that it wasn't used in any crime. Okay. Uh, and hopefully, if it wasn't, uh, it'll find a uh, a nice home for the holidays. Aw, that's sweet. It, you know, it's coming up to that time of year, you know, and, and every good firearm wants a home. You know, you just don't leave them, don't leave them, folks. Don't leave them sitting up there at the at the pawn shops. They'll the wander away. Yeah, They'll you wander you know, away. Give them all good homes. And just like you would anywhere else. Consider taking two. That way they've got each other to keep themselves company when they're alone at home. And Because you know what will happen is if you leave a farm alone, mm-hmm. the left sock in it will be found on the side of the road. Yeah. Just yeah. wreaking havoc yeah, on the world. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, we don't, we don't want that. Exactly right. Exactly right. So, uh, so but I, I have another, another story for you. Oh, uh, oh, let's, let's go. Let's go there. 
let's uh, let's go right across from Mike. Mike, you remember the old 79th Street Causeway, right? Roll through North uh, North Bay Village. Sure do. Uh, going to, and going to Miami Beach, Dade County, oh, Florida. Yep, that's right. The old 305. Well, yeah. uh, a, a man claims that during a domestic, he called the police because uh, uh, his girlfriend bit his penis. Uh, Wait, when off? No, not okay. off. I'll be putting words in there. <laughs> oh man, yeah. yeah, we we didn't go we didn't go that far. Okay, uh, but bit his penis because she believed that he wanted to sleep with another woman. Uh, and this all came about when thought uh, police. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Esperanza Gomez was arrested and charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and battery. Uh, after this, according to police, Gomez and her boyfriend were drinking. Uh, of course, you know, got to have the the you know the holiday uh, holiday alcohol involved. That's it. Need uh, a little bit of them spirits. That's right. Uh, she left the couple's apartment and then came back with a female friend of hers. Oh, where the group? What do you think they did? They continued to drink. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, this sounds like you know the makings of. Yeah, a story. That's right. That's right. Uh, Did somebody after, order pizza? I think I've seen a fish squid like dude go. <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap. Yeah. Something like that. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the, the other woman leaves, and Gomez allegedly became angry and accused her boyfriend of wanting to have sex with her friend. She began screaming at her boyfriend and then poking him with a knife. How? During this, yeah, you know, during this time, she became so enraged. That she uh, she did the jaws and uh, and bit his penis. Not funny. <laughs> Not no. <laughs> Listen, I'll take oh even Kevin. You know, you take it take it take a knife to a gut, right? But <laughs> don't bite the penis. By the way, I think okay, we've re- that's we've, still we've, too soon. Okay. I, I, <laughs> just for the for the for the record, I think we've reached the limit of the times we could say that word without getting the fine or the dump. So. We're, okay, we're there. We could say uh, you could say penis. I think penis is okay to say. Penis. Did you say penis? Penis. I think you say penis. She bit his penis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his penis. penis. So that's a, that's a, wow. That's a that's some Dade County stories there, and I guess that's just a Dade County. That's that's kind of way they do things down there. I I did see, I did see, and I don't know if this is a this is gone anywhere. We got about got about a minute left. That they um. The it was formerly the basketball arena down there, or the arena where the where the Miami Heat play was the uh, was the yes. American Airlines arena. They're they're looking at a new name for that place, aren't they? Yes, they are, and uh, I don't know if if legally, <laughs> uh, unless another company steps up and, and sports some more money, uh, that they're going to be able to uh, to say no. It's a um, and I don't, I'm not looking to give away any names. I'm not going to say it, you know, because. I like what I'm doing here. Um, if you know, if somebody else wanted to, that's fine. But it's a, it's a pornographic website that has, has bid $10 million or something to rename the stadium. Yeah. Well, so listen, people uh, people got upset the first time of, you know, Budweiser or uh, yeah. Corona wanted to sponsor something. Right. So. Yeah, I don't know if I want to be going to the Bang Brothers Arena, though. That's just <laughs> crazy. Uh, Major, please, uh, please stay safe down there. Thank you for joining us. Absolutely. All my brothers and sisters of blue, remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your sick, always go home at the end of your shift. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The guys will see you right after the break.
The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snag Mag. Snag Mag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. And welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone pistol studio. Last segment of the program it comes around uh, comes around all the time. We uh, we uh, you know we you know, we do about an hour forty five, and then uh, then it comes up. Um, we're continuing to sit in here and watching, uh, you know, some uh, some nonsense on the TV and reading about a little bit of this impeachment. And uh, it is, Kevin, this is amazing. It's absolutely amazing because this is just more. Well, I heard somebody else say, uh, and I heard somebody say to somebody else, and I overheard this, and would never be allowed in the courthouse. Never be allowed nope. in the courthouse. Nope. What's what's a bit? But uh, but all of a sudden the uh, the Democrats think that the, they're they're running it, and then you got McConnell who comes up, Mitch McConnell, the Senate Majority Leader uh, and Republican, and says. Uh, and it, listen, I don't know what these people are doing. We're, you know, we're going to vote no. <laughs> you know, so they're just wasting your time. Just wasting your time. What they're doing is churning up votes. Just churning up votes. What? I'm, I'm sorry. What's that? We have a caller. Hey, we got a caller. We got a, oh man, is it really? We got. Please welcome back to the program. His name is Earl. Hey. How are you doing out there this fine day, sir? Oh, I think I finally lost him. Did you lose him? You got. You lost yeah. that Smokey. It's a, yeah, that, that smoky in the 
POS Pontiac. You know, oh boy! With, the, with his partner holding his hat on. There you go. That's uh, that's right. You know, I heard they stopped to get some food. Uh, you know, that's 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 what I heard. And one said, uh, he said, uh, "Hey, would you like any? Uh, what would you like something to eat?" And he said, "Yeah, give me some hush puppies." I ain't got time for that crap. <laughs> That's it. That's what happened. That's what happened there. Um, hey, I got a question for you. We we brought it up earlier in the program. Uh, uh, is it is it better driving the truck on the weekends when there's not uh, all the crazy stupid people on the road, or would you uh, would you rather deal with the people with the big truck? Oh, it's better on the weekends. There's not as many people out there. Yeah, that's during right the there. week. There's uh, everybody's out and about, going to work and and working. On the weekends, it's just the the road trippers. And uh, the, the few of us, us professionals out there. There you go. There you go. So uh, you, you you were able to fill up the whole truck with the with the Coors Light and the and the, and the clam chowder this time, or did you get to have to pick up something else? No, actually, I I brought two trailers back. One of them full of Coors, one of them full of clam chowder. There we go, just like that. The New England style too. Oh, that's the best kind. Best kind. Yeah. You know, Listen, I'm um, I'm a New York guy, but uh, the New England clam chowder is the better, the cream based. Yeah, in yeah. Smokey and the Bandit, yeah. how many cases of Coors were they asked to collect? I think it was a truckload, wasn't it? No, no, no. Oh. How many cases? Oh, uh, 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 five hundred cases. Right, five hundred cases. Yes, I can get two hundred cases in a '71 Mustang. <laughs> so, what did you need an eighteen wheeler to haul five hundred cases of Coors for? Why did you just put them in the Trans Am and then another Trans Am? Do a couple of Trans Am trips? Yeah. I just, you know what? Sometimes it just kind of makes me go, hmm. Well, because all we had was one bandit and one snowman, and they were a team, and they went out and they got that Coors Light and they brought it back. That's all there is to it. Yeah, well, all all of that was in the very back of the trailer because there wasn't nothing up front. Well, you went a little all in the back because then you get the trailer. I saw him close the trailer. Oh, true. And it was all the way to the top. I, I do have to go along with Kevin. I saw a forklift, but I didn't see no pallet jack, and right. they were ground loading it. Yeah, so just maybe it was light beer. <laughs> <laughs> they just pushed it to the front. Yeah, there you go. Lord have mercy. Why do I go anywhere with these fools? <laughs> oh, too, too funny, too funny, too funny. Um, hey, Earl, let me ask you a question while we got you on the line. Um, um, I don't know, folks, if you've heard of this, uh, um, CarMax. You guys know CarMax, the dealership. Um, CarMax yeah, I is know a, of it. All right, CarMax does the. They're not like a new car place, but I guess they're like they sell mostly recent used cars. Is, is their is their deal? Um, yeah. And in fact, uh, they're the ones where you we see the commercials where I guess they're the home of the Carfax, also with that little fox dude. So yeah, it, it just uh, just to help people uh, align their their brains with what we're talking about. Um, CarMax has has got some uh, they've got some uh, uh, you know media gimmick uh, going on here where you get a you get to make a donation or they'll make a donation on your behalf uh, to uh, you know a, a charity and um, uh, you know this is um, you, you know we think you know if, if it's registered as a charitable organization you know whether what is it the four hundred one part uh, part C or part B's or whatever they happen to be you know whatever I think it's the, the- Five hundred one C three PO. Thank you, thank you. That's the one. There you are. Um, and um, you get to make the uh, it's four hundred one K. I was thinking of yeah. That's that's the charity I want you to yeah. donate to is my four hundred one K, not their five hundred one C. And uh, yeah, give me a call, folks. I'll give you the numbers. You just 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 go down to the bank. Just give me my name. And, yeah. <laughs> I started a GoFundMe site for time. Oh really? Oh. I want yeah. everybody to send me fifteen minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who can't spare fifteen minutes? That's right. Do it. Do it. If I had, if I had time, I could rule the world. Yeah, 
Give me all the time in the world. I can rule it. The um, I agree with you. That's a great idea. Yeah, for GoFundMe time. The the CarMax. So you can go in there. You can be like, oh, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy me a car. I'm gonna do this. Uh, um, or what kind of charities would you want to make a donation to if you wanted to make a charity donation? Oh, <laughs> just off the top of my head, thinking of a commercial from another car, from fun. actual car manufacturer, uh, the Humane Society, the ASPCA, Meals on Wheels, you know, things like that. Uh, those are okay. Those ones you could do. Yeah. What you could not do. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, you could you could not do animal welfare. No, anything with animal welfare can't do that. Uh, not not okay. al- not allowed to, not allowed to do that. Anything that supports uh, veterans and fa- and uh, military families. They, they they don't they don't want you to do that as well. Um, what? No no no. They they just they just they would, um, you you can't do that. But you can do you can do. Um, you could do the Bloomberg uh, you, you know, uh, charity events. You could do uh, you could do the Every Town. You could do the Crazy Moms uh, demand attention. Uh, all all of all of that. You you could do that no problem. Nothing nothing oh. with nothing with pro firearms. Nothing with pro gun. You could not you could not give to Second Amendment Foundation. You couldn't give to the you know National Rifle Association. Uh, you could not make donations to them. Now I know those are not the National Rifle Association is not a charitable organization, so I get that. But uh, the Second Amendment Foundation is, and then many of your state uh, organizations are as well. Um, they're not they're not for profit organizations. These are organizations committed to fighting for your gun rights. But you can only give to organizations that are committed to fighting. Against your gun rights. That's all you could do really? if, you, if you go to, if you go to CarMax. Yeah, so. I, I don't think I'll be buying a car from CarMax yeah. anytime soon. Yeah, exactly right. Big supporters of the uh, the moms demand attention in every town for gun safety, and uh, you know they they just I don't know. Listen, how, I, if they went there and they gave me a gift certificate for a gun, I, I, I'll go there. But nope, they are anti-gun, anti-gun, evidently anti-military, evidently anti-veteran. It's just not what they want. Because that's well, exactly what Bloomberg and his organizations are telling people. Well, apparently now I'm a little bit on the anti-Carmax side. There you go. Me too. Me too. They should not. Uh, they should not be doing this. If you want to open it up to charities, listen. There's charities. I, I don't agree with. You know, there's probably one for, you know, dogs and cats living together. We all know that's mass hysteria. You can't have that. Um, yeah, but, yeah. You know, but you know, if you want to give to dogs, go ahead and give to dogs. You want to give to cats, you want to give to cats, give to cats. That's fine. Um, I may not agree with all these charities, but you should not restrict what charity. If they're registered with the government as a as a what, Kevin? A, a what? What's the numbers? A five hundred one C three PO. Yeah. If I'm, if, no, that's yeah, that's that the one, one that was with R two D two C three PO. That's right. But he's a hedge fund manager. He's a hedge fund manager. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so yeah, they uh, you, you can't like do data it. light. Oh, there you go. Yeah, data, data, data. It changed the way we say that. You know that, right? Not his name. Sidebar. Forty-eight seconds left to go. Sidebar. We used oh, to say da- we used to say data, um, but then Star Trek: The Next Generation came out, and they called him Data because Jean Luc Picard uh, uh, was English, and he pronounced it that way. So the whole country changed the way it said the word data to no, data. No, it was his name. I know, but it's pronounced. Used to pronounce. We used to say data. Now we say data because of that show. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. I, I still say data when I'm talking about the intellectual property, and I call him data. Correct. Yeah. So it's becomes two different. It's yeah. become a different word. Yes. Read and read. Yeah. Right, exactly right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, those are tense. Those. Are, anyway, we want to get there. Anyway, hey Earl, we appreciate you calling. You in. started it. Stay safe on the road. Um, it's uh, we we will see you back here. Uh, 
Well, we'll see you before next week, but we'll see you back in the studio next week. You know, we got uh, there's other things we'll be doing between now and then. You know, like oh, yeah. uh, like uh, eating clam chowder and drinking Coors beer. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's, you know it. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, until next week, though, uh, folks. Uh, again, first off, uh, thank you everybody for joining, uh, listening to the program. We have uh, we've had a we've had a we've had a great time. Uh, it's it's been it's been. Uh, uh, real and it's been fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but until next week, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.